What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Passive Patrick. Uh, haven't did, done a podcast in the last week. Kind of a crazy week. Um, glad to be back with you guys. Talking some sports. Uh, we have endless headlines to get to. Oh, NFL. Uh, we're ready for the regular season. Preseason was great, but we're ready for the regular season. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence did amazing. last. Uh, I think it was like a couple days ago he was in that preseason game. Threw some amazing passes. Uh, super excited to see what Trevor Lawrence does for the Jags this offseason, Urban Meyer. Um, haven't got to talk much sports. Crazy last week. Uh, glad to be back this week, though. We got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> we have we got the NFL Top 100, uh, Top 10 through 1, where I agree with some of the stuff, where I don't. Uh, I'm going to do all of Week 1 predictions today for... Uh, the first games coming up in September. Going to give you my predictions and thoughts on some of those games. Uh, quarterback talk to get to. Not not much NBA news, um, but we're kind of moving into that that area where we get to just talk a little more NFL. the 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 state of like where you can get content from um, in the sports world it transitions, right? It just like goes from NBA. Right to NFL, you get a little Major League Baseball in there, but it's mainly j- just those two. It transitions. We don't talk a lot of baseball. We just don't. Uh, I probably should talk a little bit more about it, but I don't. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right into this episode because the NFL released its top 100 players, right? Uh, they, they do this every year, you know, and so it, it's kind of interesting. I want to break down where I kind of agree with some stuff and where I don't. I just want to get talking about this. So it's that time of year again, and I'm just going to go 10 through 1 and kind of give you my thoughts on where I stand on some of this, where I don't stand on some of this. Um, yeah, let's start it out. Josh Allen, he's number 10. Now, he's moved up significantly. Last year, he was 77. To give him the 10 spot, I, I agree with that 100%. Um He's entered, he improved 77 spots, he cracked the top 10, last year completing 392 passes for 4,544 yards and 37 touchdowns, with 8 rushing touchdowns to boot. He balled out last year. I agree with that. I, he's got the size, he had a breakout season, his passer rating was 106.2, alright, on pass attempts of 20 plus yards, or 20 plus air yards. So I agree with that 100%. He had an AFC championship game for the first time in 27 years because the, the, the top 100 goes off more than just stats, right? It goes off what you've done for that you know city, th- that organization. It, it goes off what kind of all-around player you are. Some of these guys are in the top 10 for the first time. Some are returning. We'll get down to that. But Josh Allen, I don't have any problems with where they got him it's 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 awesome to see the Bills are back um, in the NFL. They had such a great run uh, late 80s into 90s, but the Bills are kind of making a comeback now. So Josh Allen at 10, I, I don't disagree with that at all. <laughs> and the fan base for the Bills, they're enthusiastic. So we're going to move on to number 9, and that is T.J. Watt. Now, T.J. Watt came up from 16 to 9 this year, cracking it. I agree with this too. I don't have a problem with this. With the league, he led uh, 15 sacks and 61 pressures, 
and he's been one of the most like disruptive pass rushers. He's, you know, destroyed the competition. Um, he had amazing numbers. Um, he's got speed. He's got size. Um, he Watt has compiled forty nine point five sacks in sixty two games. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a crazy stat, you know, um, and it, it's growing every year. And I don't got a problem with that because Steelers, they've always been about defense. So this is kind of just like in their resume, in their bag. They always have those great defensive players, whether it's me and Joe Green through the ages. You know, they had Palomalu. Now they got TJ Watt. They just got playmakers always on defense. So, you know, his his ranking, he came up quite a, quite a bit. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. He's entering a contract year in 2021, and he's motivated. <laughs> So he's gonna have he's gonna he's gonna make some great headway this next year. So I don't have a problem with that. He's nine. Number eight, DeAndre Hopkins. The guy's a beast. Um, I don't have a problem with it, not at all, because the guy's amazing talent. Uh, some of these I'm gonna mix and match where I thought they could end up, where I don't think they could end up. But he was receiving. He surpassed the 10,000 yard yard mark, uh, scoring only six touchdowns in 2020. But Still, you can't take away from what kind of player he is. <laughs> so he was in Arizona. He moved over. He moved over from the Texans in that trade. Cardinals won that easily. The Cardinals, you know, they scored on that. <laughs> they scored. So he's number eight. I don't have a problem with that. He he didn't move up. He didn't move down. He's been number eight. Tom Brady. He's number seven. I don't mind this at all. Uh. I mean, there's some things I wish they would have considered. I don't mind him being seven. I think, personally, he should have moved back with another player. We're going to get to that, um, where I think he should have been. When we get down to that player, I'll switch these players out. That's what I'll do. Uh, But he's falling. He's kind of fell out of the top ten. He's kind of been in it. Uh, But no doubt what he did last year was the most impressive thing for all of uh, the NFL, the Bucks, He led them back uh, back to the championship in his first year with them. Uh, no problem with where... I, 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 I think I would have moved him up when I get to that player. I'll tell you where I think he should have gone. But, you know, respectable where he's at, seven. Devontae Adams, six. I agree with that. He's an amazing player right there. The... Adams had 18 TDs, right? I think he is so underrated people don't don't appreciate what Devonte adams is maybe it's because he's in a smaller market but he's still young he's 28 he's he's pretty much you know at that ripe age where he, they're going to get some of the best football out of him uh, he's number six he moved up from 51 um travis kelsey uh five i don't have an issue with it um but you know it could have been him or hill personally he had an amazing year though and he's 31 years old. He's still productive. He's done great things for the Kansas City Chiefs there at five. So he's an, he's a beast. Number four. This is where I would have moved Brady up. This is the player, Derrick Henry. I would have. He's up from six last year. I would have moved uh, Tom Brady up to four and Derrick Henry back to seven. I just would have. Um, he had a great couple of years. Like or he had a you know, he's been great. I'm not taking anything away from him, but I think what Brady did was a little more substantial than what Derrick Henry has done, um, just personally. Just me saying that. Um, but he had an amazing year. He's six foot three, two 247 pounds. He's a bruiser, guys. <laughs> He's a bruiser. Uh, he cracked the top 10 in consecutive seasons and became the first back-to-back rushing champion since LaDainian Tomlinson in 20, 
2006 and 07. So that's where I would have moved Brady up, though, because I just felt like Brady kind of did more for the organization of Tampa, you know, the Buccaneers. Number three. This is the top three. This is where it gets a little interesting. Aaron Rodgers moved up from 13 to third. Um, that's incredible because I think he should have been two. I think Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's the next. He's, he's number two. I think Aaron Donald should be three and Aaron Rodgers should be two. I mean, he had a great year MVP season. I feel like you got to give him second just because he was the MVP, right? Um, but he moved up. He had a great season. There's been a lot of drama with him, but as you know what, it's in the past with the uh, 2020 season, so I have no problem with him being third. I would have liked to seen him second, though. Aaron Donald's number two. Donald is 30, still in his prime. 13.5 sacks, 45 pressures, and uh, forced four fumbles um, during his sixth consecutive first-team All-Pro season in 2020. So, he is just a stud. He is dominant. He's the enforcer of that Rams defense. I don't have a problem with him being number two. Last year, he was number one. Um, he moved back to number two. That's fine. It's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but again, third, Aaron Rodgers coming up to second and him going back to third, I'd have been fine with. And now the number one spot is Patrick Mahomes at number one. And this just makes sense. He moved up from third last year. This just makes sense for me. Um, amazing, amazing uh, playoff record with a 38-8 and regular season record and a 6-2 and playoff record <laughs> for his age at 25 years old. He's getting better each year. The NFL, they made the right move here, putting him at number one. There's some of the moves that I would have done uh, differently, but this is not one. He would have been my number one top 100 player of the year. So the NFL made a smart decision there. He's a stud. They're going to be going into this year. The Chiefs, they're favorites to win it all again. And that's just the top 10. You guys can check out the full list um, on NFL.com where they, they got their top 100. A lot of interesting moves in there. Just a, a lot of interesting moves. But no doubt, uh, I agree with a lot of those moves. Would have switched around a player. I don't disagree with anyone that's in the top 10. I would have just moved them around a little bit more. That's what I would have done. I don't disagree with anything that they did there. All right. Now for the big segment of the show, we are going to break down the first week of the NFL season. Some storylines with it, we'll get into some of those. But this is mainly going to be who I think will win, who I think will come out winners. We're going to start off, we're just going to get into it. Thursday, September 9th, Dallas at Tampa. What a game that'll be. There's a couple storylines. This is honestly one of the bigger games, and it's got a huge storyline, which is Dak Prescott, right? And Jerry Jones, a day ago, he said, Dak Prescott's status for week one at Raymond James Stadium. Jones asserted that Dak is good to go, thanks to a solid week of practice. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Okay. He's going to go in there and beat the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yeah. Nope. I don't got them winning the game. I'm sorry, Dallas fans. Uh, Tampa's going to be winning that game. They, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, let's just remember this. They brought back all 22 players of that Super Bowl run, the Super Bowl win. They didn't lose anyone. So that chemistry, they still got it. They still got it going into this uh, next year. The coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Bruce Arians, and the quarterback, Tom Brady, have been yelling and screaming at their guys 
all offseason, trying to put that intensity back into them because they know that you can have that Super Bowl lull, right? They're starting off the season, <laughs> and the Cowboys, uh, Dak, remember this, Dak wanted to play in the preseason. Dak wanted to go. He, he even said, I want those pre, uh, preseason reps. I want to get my feet wet, that ankle I just you know don't trust fully. I want to get hit, right? Well, Dallas unforeseeably he hurt his shoulder he could not go in the preseason and now and now 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 the Dallas Cowboys want to throw him in week one against the top defense last year that's a mistake I believe 100% they should hold Dak out if they take the loss fine they're going to take the loss anyway (laughs) the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win that game easily I got the final score for that game um, being 24-14 I just think the Bucs will roll it um, that, that defense is returning. Brady's a stud. So that game is pretty much um, set in stone for me. Definitely. 24-14, uh, Tampa Bay wins that game, opening weekend. And that's a night game. Starts at 7.20 p.m. All right. We have – then we then we're going to start the season. Then we that was a, That's a Thursday night. Then we're going to kick it off. The first Sunday in football, September 12th, Philadelphia at Atlanta. So interesting storylines with Philadelphia – I just don't know where their quarterback situation is. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. They traded for Gardner Minshew, right? He, they traded a six-round pick for him. So I, I, I have no idea what the thinking is behind the head coach there. But obviously, it'll be Jalen Hurts starting the season out. So they've already made that prediction. Like they've already said that Jalen Hurts will start out the season for the Philadelphia Eagles. They are behind him 100. percent um, the Atlanta Falcons, I think they will win that game because they have Matt Ryan, they got Kyle Pitts, one of the best uh, tight ends, and they got an offensive genius as a head coach. And the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm sorry, I haven't been that impressed with their head coach and the comments he's made and the interview process and what he said um, in those interviews. I just, I just don't see it with the Eagles. They're very dysfunctional right now. They got a lot of stuff to figure out. And by trading for Minshew, what does that mean? What does that internally mean? They're preparing for something if it goes wrong, right? You have a backup plan in life if something goes wrong. That's their backup plan. So obviously they see something there. All right. And and honestly, they probably need to keep uh, their <laughs> their draft picks if they're in a rebuilding stage too. I didn't agree with that trade. All right. Philadelphia at Atlanta. Atlanta wins that game 14 uh, to 10. I don't see them scoring more than 10 points. They're going to have a new coach, offense, 14 to 10. I see Atlanta winning that game. All right. Next, it's Pittsburgh at Buffalo because Pittsburgh's interesting. Got two quarterbacks who have been compared. (laughs) The only difference is their age, Ben Roethlisberger and Josh Allen. Uh, The Bills, I have them winning this game. Um, Not too much drama with Pittsburgh this year. Uh, hopefully Juju doesn't dance on all the logos and tick some teams off, but Josh Allen will come out firing. I think he will have the Buff, uh, Buffalo Bills uh, winning this game. Pittsburgh's going into Buffalo too, hard place to play. They're not immune to cold weather though. You know, it, it should still be nice in September, but you know, it's Buffalo. So uh, I got Buffalo winning that game, uh, 20 to 14. All right. And we're going to move on to Minnesota at Cincinnati. Interesting game. Um, Joe Burrow, I don't know if he's comfortable still on that leg, so I'm going to make kind of a prediction. I think the Minnesota Vikings will come out and win that game just because they got Kirk Cousins, and I think that'll be a low-scoring game just because both of these offenses, um, they're not stale. 
but they're not amazing. 7-10, to 10, Minnesota wins that game against Cincinnati. Then we got San Francisco at Detroit. San Francisco wins that game. I don't need to say much more. Um, I doubt the Detroit Lions will put up more than 10 points. Um, I see the San Francisco 49ers putting up at least, like, 21, you know, just because they got uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, all their all their players returning, uh, Kittle, um, just just that defense too, a, a lot of great players. So San Francisco, I have them winning that game at Detroit. Arizona at Tennessee, uh, that's kind of a tough one. I've gone back and forth with this one, but I'm gonna go with Arizona. You know, they added J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, got a lot of great players there. Tennessee's got Derrick Henry, sure. But I think the momentum's with Arizona. Uh, I see Arizona winning that game. I see them putting up like 24 points. And I see Tennessee putting up like 20. I think that'll be a close game. Seattle at Indianapolis. We do not know the Indianapolis Colts quarterback position, where it stands. Um, I'm not impressed with the quarterbacks they have on there. But they kind of hit a you know, bad stretch of luck with Andrew Luck uh, being takeout. Or not Andrew Luck. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. <laughs> with um, Carson Wentz. So Carson Wentz, he's not there. Uh, Seattle wins that game. I think Seattle wins 31 to uh, 14. Um, Los Angeles versus Washington, my Washington football team. Sadly, I don't think Washington will pull out the week one. It's a tough team to face. Sean McVay and um, Los... Wait, no, not Sean McVay. I get these teams mixed up now because they're both in LA. (laughs) The Chargers. Uh, The Chargers face Washington. Uh, I don't see Washington winning that game because of Justin Herbert, um, new head coach, but... He's going to be firing on all cylinders. I just think the Los Angeles uh, Chargers just have a little bit more chemistry. Um, still, I think Washington will put up at least 14. I think Los Angeles will put up about uh, you know 21. I think it'll be kind of a close game, but Los Angeles comes out with the win. New York versus Carolina. Week one, Sam Darnold faces his old team, which is crazy. Carolina's going to win this game. I think it'll be like 10-7, to 7, but Carolina's going to win this game against New York. Next, we got Jacksonville versus Houston. Young quarterback play. All right, we got Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. Rookie co- quarterback, rookie head coach. They're facing Houston. They're going to win that game because Houston's the epitome of dysfunction. Deshaun Watson is definitely not going to be playing in that game. Um, they're holding out. Who knows? He could get traded before the season ends. We don't even know. So much drama with uh, that team and Deshaun Watson. He's definitely not going to play, though. Trevor Lawrence uh, will start out that game, and I think Trevor Lawrence will have a decent game. I really do see Jacksonville pulling out a win here. I see them pulling out a win. I think they're going to show out. I think they're going to have 21 points. I think Houston's only going to muster about 10, and I think Jacksonville you know, will win the game um, pretty easily. So those are the noon games. We're going to just jump right in now to the afternoon games. Uh, we got the Cleveland Browns at Kansas City. Interesting matchup here. Very interesting. One of the best rosters definitely constructed in the NFL this past offseason against one of the top teams in the NFL, Kansas City Chiefs. I just have the Chiefs winning this. I just do. I mean, I, I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be one of those high-scoring Week 1 games. I think it's going to be 31-34. I think Chiefs are going to barely pull it out because Cleveland's got them weapons, man. Running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. They got those weapons. You know, they're not scared. They got Baker Mayfield. It's going to be in Kansas City, so that's going to be a little bit rougher for the Cleveland Browns with that home crowd of Kansas City Chiefs. 
But Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, that defense, Chris Jones on that defensive line. That new offensive line, there are some questions with them. So I'm not like, you know, casting out the idea Cleveland can pull it off. But I believe it'll be close. Kansas City wins that 34 uh, to 31. All right. Now we got Miami at New England. (laughs) Mac Jones versus Tua. Uh, Mac Jones, he's going to be the starter. I'm sorry. I just don't see Cam. I think... I think they're just going to make the hard decision and go with Mac Jones. And I think Mac Jones will have a great game. I think he'll throw a couple touchdowns. I think it'll be a close game. I think the New England Patriots, they'll make it close. But the Miami Dolphins will come away with a slight win. I'm going to say 17-14. That's where I see uh, that team kind of ending up. And so I have Miami winning that game 17-14 at New England. We got Green Bay versus New Orleans then. Aaron Rodgers uh, versus supposedly Jameis Winston. That's who I think will start. I, I don't think Taysom Hill will. So Jameis Winston Winston will be playing against Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, the reigning MVP. Packers win that game. Like I think it's going to be like twenty-seven to you know fourteen. So Green Bay wins that game. That's at New Orleans. Denver versus New York. Teddy Bridgewater named the starter in Denver. <laughs> He's going up against Daniel Jones. I'm sorry, Denver, but New York's going to definitely win that game just because Daniel Jones may not be the best, right? But the weapons he has will make him the best. Plus, they got uh, Saquon Barkley back. So New York wins that game. Um, I think, like, it's going to be pretty close. It'll be, like, 21-17. But New York definitely wins that game. Um, Then we got Chicago at Los Angeles. Uh, Chicago, uh, Andy Dalton, you know versus Matthew Stafford. Um, In my opinion, I believe that Matthew Stafford will pull out the win against Chicago Um, just because I don't, you know, Andy Dalton's a great bridge quarterback, but he doesn't have that it factor. And Los Angeles, I think Matthew Stafford's going to have a great offensive year. (laughs) I do. I think he'll throw for uh, three touchdowns, 21 to 14 is what I have the final score there. Uh, with Andy Dalton, they'll have a good rushing attack, but all, all in all, the the Rams will pull out that win, and that's in Los Angeles. That's the night game on NBC on Sunday night, and then Monday, first Monday night game, September thirteenth, Baltimore at Las Vegas, <laughs> Lamar Jackson versus Derek Carr. It'll be a fun game because that defense for Oakland, they're gonna try and stop Lamar. Lamar's gonna be running all over. Baltimore wins this game. I'm sorry, I think the offense is gonna be awesome this year for Baltimore. I have them winning 34 to 14. I think they're gonna open the they open the season with crushing the um, Las Vegas Raiders. I do, because John Gruden he hasn't shown much um, in the last year. You know, he he's one of those older coaches, those that old school mentality. And honestly, I don't know if that's like translates always best uh, to the to the newer modern NFL. But Lamar Jackson. You know, the Har- Harbaugh's got him playing great, and he's constructed that offense around him. Each year, Lamar's gotten better, and I think this year we're going to see kind of the previous Ravens who rolled over a lot of the league. That's my prediction. I think they will. They got Sammy Watkins they added, and I have the Ravens winning that game, and that's week one. That's week one. We're going to break down each week now from, you know, 1 to 17. I'm going to get in here, do my podcast, and we're going to break down each week. Uh, leading all the way up to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I can't be—I couldn't be happier because football's back. I mean, jeez. Don't get me wrong; I love the NBA. I love it. The NBA storylines—they're uh, fun to follow. A lot of different stuff that's happening in the NBA. 
But that's my week one uh, predictions for the NFL. That's where I see teams landing. Now, hopefully I can look back and say that I'm right about a few, (laughs) but maybe not. So definitely, definitely exciting times. And just to dive in a little bit to the NBA, uh, supposedly Rajon Rondo is rejoining the the Lakers. I'm sorry. I just don't like that move. Look, I I think the Lakers, at first, I was really pumped for what the Lakers are doing because they brought back a lot of pieces. But, oh, man, they're really starting to look old. And you know what? I'm, I still have hope. I'm not one of those guys that's going to get dragged into the, oh, the Lakers definitely aren't winning. They're an antique store. They're starting to look old, I will admit. I don't know if bringing back Rondo, I feel like, you know, they could have got a better point guard. Uh, after the buyout, he's likely to sign with the Lakers, though. Um and, you know, it could be worse, I guess, because, you know, Rondo does have that experience. And the experience isn't overrated, I would say. Uh, we'll, we'll see what he does with them. I, uh, Anthony Davis, at least they got Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and um, uh, LeBron James, one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, I think that'll be, they'll be decent, um, you know. But the Clippers, it's funny how it works. He was on the Lakers and the Clippers. And then he ha- had a just a short stint with Memphis. He he worked out for Miami, and now he's going to be uh, coming back to the Lakers. So fun times for Lakers fans, I suppose. That's one of the only big NBA storylines. Like I said, the NBA is fun to cover. But after free agency, we kind of have this dry spell. I feel like we're in it right now. We're only a few moves are made, so it's hard to like talk so much NBA. Because the NFL is just gonna what's you know it's gonna take a lot of my time on the Pass to Patrick uh, logo. You see that there's a football, and that's because we talk a lot of football uh, on this podcast. And you know the NFL, they never stop um, improving their game. They're always trying new things. They added an extra week, so that's an extra week of content. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> and it's crazy how fast this year is going. It's just crazy. And there's never a shortage of uh nfl storylines either like there's a report one hour ago deshaun watson uh trade wins swirl as nfl kickoff nears but i don't think that'll happen because we're just getting back into the nba season i really think the whole deshaun watson thing is very interesting i'm going to talk about this just for a few minutes the deshaun watson thing i think he will end up on a team one i will either think he gets uh traded to a team like Detroit, the Dolphins, or I think he will get traded to like uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I think I think those are likely destinations. Um, it kind of depends on how Tua does. Uh, the The Deshaun Watson situation is just so messy, and I know the Texans want to get out of it, but they're holding on. They're holding on and waiting for that right moment to capitalize because they don't want to go and trade him you know, somebody that's going to kick their butts. (laughs) They're already going to get their butts kicked this year because they're not going to play him. So it's definitely a stalemate there. It's just choices. Deshaun Watson, um, like, it's accusations. He made some bad choices. Uh, We don't know the full truth yet, so we won't cast judgment until we know the full truth, but it doesn't look good for Deshaun Watson. Um, He's definitely going to be held on to by the Texans. And it's so funny just how fast things can go downhill for you in the NFL just from, you know, decisions that you make. It's like, who's going to take him? I, I don't know. 
it, it'll be interesting. I think the Lions could really benefit from him. I do. They need something there. They need something because that the Lions, I don't think will, I think they're going to win like three games this year. Just giving you a heads up for like each of my week's predictions. I think they're going to win like three games. <laughs> I just do. I, I don't see them coming out. I think they'll have the number one pick in the draft. And don't get me wrong. I know dysfunction. Washington has plenty of dysfunction. Um, I'm hoping Washington kind of has, I'm wanting us to go to the playoffs. I think we'll have a great year in the playoffs. But honestly, I just see us probably, you know, a little bit above 500 just because of the quarterback position. Um, we definitely need a quarterback. I think we could, this year, we could possibly move up to get a quarterback um, in the draft. Um, I know there's some that people like, some that they don't. Uh, like Spencer Radler out of Oklahoma, he's good. Uh, Sam Howell, I think, is his name. He's from um, North Carolina. Just a lot of good quarterbacks coming out. Um, I don't think it'll be as strong as last year's quarterback by quarterback class by any means, but still uh, a great class coming out. Um, that's the podcast today, guys. That's it. Uh, sorry I didn't get to one last week. I know. We we had a full show, though. I mean, we, we broke it down. We talked NFL. Um, didn't get into too many topics today, different topics. I kind of wanted to keep it centered just because football's back. Um, but no, it, I've had a crazy week last week. But you know what? That happens to everyone. We're going to try and get the podcast back on track uh, once a week. And I'm definitely going to do it before the games start. Um, I want to I want to have enough time to look at the weeks and see who I really have winning um, each week in the NFL. And see if I'm right on some of these predictions. Uh, if I'm not, then I'll admit I'm wrong. Because, you know what? We're all wrong at some point. <laughs> uh, but every team's got hope. I want every fan base to remember. Uh, everyone has hope right now. No one is a loser. Yet, at least. Except Detroit. I'm sorry, Detroit. Ugh, only three games. I'm sorry. Well, guys, that's the podcast. Uh, this has been Pastor Patrick. Hit me up on social media. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all my platforms. Uh, don't be afraid uh, to leave a five-star review if you like it. Don't leave a five-star review. Just leave a review. Tell me what I need to improve on. All right? And uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next week.